Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Miss Entrepreneur Podcast. It has been a minute. It has been a little while since I have put out a new episode and for lots of really good reasons. So let's see. It was about a month ago, I think, that that huge snowstorm hit San Antonio and we were without electricity, water, and cell phone service for an entire week. So it was a very... It was hard. There were like the stores won't open. There were no food. The, there was no gas. It was very like apocalyptic scene down here. Um, so it was a hard week. So the next week I just kind of um, was trying to put back the pieces and get back to a little bit of normalcy. And then the next week I had a big launch. Um, I ran a five-day boot camp. And then the week after that, I, I, I ran that five-day boot camp and then it was spring break down here. So I kind of took the week off and spent it with my kids. And then the week after, my best friend came down here and we took some time off. So it's been a lot of good things going on, but I just haven't been recording um, podcast episodes because just a lot going on, but a lot of good things. And that's why I started this podcast was very much out of like a passion project. It was nothing that was like this strategic process that I need to do. It was just, it was really fun. And I will always be consistent. I won't be perfect. I'm not perfect, but I'm always consistent. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I will always be putting out podcast episodes. I'm really big. One of my huge values in my business is quality over quantity. Did I have week um, did I have time in the last month to sit down and you know put out a podcast episode? Absolutely. But it wouldn't have been to the quality that I wanted it to be and less things better things. That's such a big part of my business is less things better things and really just focusing on not putting out fluff content just for the sake of saying, "Oh, I put out content, right? That is something that I don't make a lot of declarative statements in my business. Like every Tuesday, you'll get a podcast episode from me or every Wednesday, you'll get an email from me because again, I'm just kind of less things, better things. Okay. So that was a little bit of update for me, kind of where I've been in terms of the podcast over the last month. Lots going on over here, but lots of good things, lots of really exciting things. And today I'm really excited to bring you the four P's of a successful marketing strategy, my take. This is kind of my spin on it. I really love to simplify marketing because I think as entrepreneurs, we have our mind going in so many other places. We wear so many hats. And so if I can help simplify and really make things a little bit easier when it comes to your marketing, when it comes to your visibility, when it comes to your sales, like I'm here for that to help you because we cannot do all the things, right? We only have so much time in a day. And so when I can make things a little bit simpler for you to understand, for you to execute, for you to put into place, then it makes it that it's going to be something that you are going to do. It's going to be something that you are going to be consistent with. And so that is always just such what drives me to put out the content I put out and to just make it very simple and easy for you to understand, for you to execute in your business, for you to apply to your business so you can grow and scale your business. Okay. So four P's of a successful marketing strategy. Here we go. The very first one is platform. You have to pick a platform. Think about it. We live in a time that TV ads, radio ads, like they just aren't a thing anymore in terms of how your business can gain visibility, how you can get your marketing in front of your ideal client. 
Where do you think you need to show up to get in front of your ideal client and to communicate how they can work with you? Where is that? Social media, obviously, right? Everyone is on social media. So you need to pick a social media platform that you are consistently communicating about your business, showing up for your business, talking about how people can work with you. Um, typically I recommend Instagram or Facebook. Those are two of the main ones because that's where everybody is at, right? There is no really right answer. It's you picking the place that feels fun to you, that where you are going to put more of your energy because you like it. You like showing up there and people can feel that in your energy and then you're going to be consistent. I know I can get a lot of clients on LinkedIn. I know I can, but that's not a fun platform for me. It doesn't feel fun to be there. So my energy is not there. So I'm not going to stay consistent with it. Whereas Instagram, I love Instagram. It's so much fun for me. And so I'm always showing up there and my energy is there and I'm fun when I'm on there because I love being on there. So pick a social media platform that is fun for you. Um, Instagram, again, Instagram or Facebook are kind of the two main thing, two main platforms that I recommend either or. But here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to pick five, six, seven different platforms that you're trying to be on. You have a Twitter and an Instagram and a Facebook group and a Facebook page and a TikTok. And now you're on Clubhouse and you're starting a podcast, right? Like you're trying to be everywhere and scattered efforts will result in scattered results. Like that's just how it is. You cannot put your energy everywhere and think, oh, this is what I need to do to gain more clients. I need to spread myself so thin. No, you need to pick one place. You need to put your energy there consistently over and over and over again. I always recommend just really picking one and putting your energy there. However, I do want to kind of caveat this and recommend that you also start an email list or have that a very high priority on your business list because social media channels get shut down. They glitch out. You lose access to them, whatever it is. I actually just had a glitch on my Instagram two days ago it scared me a little bit, but I knew that I had this email list. If that, um, my Instagram would get shut down, if it would get glitched out or whatnot, I could not log in. I was getting all these error signs. Um, it was scary for a little bit because that is my platform. It is where my community is. It was, it is where my people are, but I'm also thankful that I have an email list that hear from me regularly that are also a community of the same people that I could push out something to, you know, grow another social media platform if my Instagram would get shut down. So pick one platform plus your email list. And if you're kind of like, well, which one? I don't know. I like choosing both or I like showing up on both. They're both fun to me. Um, This is kind of my take and it's just my personal opinion. You can do what you want with it. Um, Facebook, I feel like is more community driven. Um, I love Facebook groups. In terms of Facebook, I prefer it. I recommend that you start a Facebook group versus a Facebook page because Facebook business pages get absolutely no visibility in terms of the algorithm. Mark himself has come out and said that Facebook business pages are not really getting the visibility like Facebook groups. So you can start a Facebook group. It's really great that you can put out some informal post um, with threads and really just have these back and forth conversations with people. That's where I kind of feel this um, community with Facebook groups. I like being in a lot of Facebook groups, um, the ones that I'm in, because it just kind of feels like this sense of community because you can have that. And that's just really the culture with Facebook groups. 
groups. Whereas Instagram, you're going to get more visibility. Nobody is like, oh, I found you because I was searching Facebook groups, right? Like your Facebook group is not being searched and is not showing up in searches like your Instagram is. There's more visibility. There's way easier ways to find you on Instagram than on Facebook. So that's kind of my take on where you're like, where should you choose? Where should you show up? Um, Everyone's like, well, show up where your ideal client is. I don't know. I just feel like show up where you want to show up because again, you have to like it. You have to have your energy there. Um, It has to be something that you want to do so you can stay consistent. Can you use both? Of course. But just remember, again, having both will not get you more clients. Deciding where you are going to show up and show up there with all your energy energy, less things, better things. That is what will help you grow and scale your business. Okay. Number two, P number two is problem. What is the problem your business solves? You need to be able to answer this. As a business owner, we are problem solvers. Business is all about problem solving. We started our businesses because we noticed a problem and we knew we had a solution to that problem. So what is the problem your business solves. You need to be able to state that in the most simplest, easiest terms for people to understand, but be specific. So for example, you could say, I help blank. So who do you help? And then how do you help them? And then results that they get from buying from you, working with you, whatnot, or the transformation they feel. And a lot of transformations I see people kind of putting out in their marketing are very vague. And they're like, oh, I don't want to leave anyone out. Like, no, you need to get more specific on the results you give or the transformation that they feel after working with you. Do not use words like, well, I help women get unstuck. Like nobody knows what that means, right? Or I help um, business owners automate their business. What? What does that mean, right? Like get more specific. When you are working out your transformation, when you are working out um, the benefits, what the people get when they work with you, ask yourself why. Why do they want to get unstuck? Why do they want to automate their business? Keep asking yourself why until you can get the very, very specific, tangible transformation result that they want. And if you are struggling to really hone in on your ideal client's problem, then spend time talking to them, right? You want to talk to your ideal client. So my favorite things to do is read books of different leaders in different industries and just kind of get um, their leadership skills and what leadership skills they bring to the table and how they lead and serve the group of people that they lead. A common denominator in all of these books that I read is how were they able to serve and lead this group of people is because they listened. They listened to the people that they wanted to help. So listen to the people that you want to help. Get on market research calls, get on coffee chats, um, spend some time journaling after a discovery call, or if you're on a 30 minute strategy call with somebody or whatever it is, right? Whenever you have the chance to talk to somebody who is your ideal client, listen, and then take notes afterwards. And the more you listen, the more you talk to people who have the problem that you can solve, the better that you can really articulate that problem. And then the better that you can make sales because leading up to number three. So number three is your product. 
So once you start listening to them, you can create a better product, a better offer. You know their problem, and then how are you going to solve that problem is with your product, is with your offer. That is why the foundational pieces in your business are so important, like knowing who you serve and why you want to serve them so that you can create offers to serve them because your offers are where you are going to make your money. Your product is going to be different, obviously, for what type of business you run, but I help a lot of service-based entrepreneurs and I love helping them create different offers based on their skills and their knowledge because they can kind of slightly be changed continuously once you start honing in and getting better at understanding the problem you solve, and who you're solving so that you can continue to grow and scale your business. But you want to make sure that your offers are simple and easy to understand. That will make it so much easier for potential clients to say, yes, sign me up, take my money. For example, I was talking, I was on a strategy call with a client and it was our very first call and we were talking about how she was getting clients to sign up on her program that she was running. And initially she would send them, um, when they would reach out to her, she would send them this document that they had to read and answer these questions. And the document was like seven pages long. And I'm like, no, like do not make it. And, And you wonder why nobody's filling that out. Nobody wants to fill that out. You're just making it so much harder for people to say, yes, take my money. Let's work together. Do not have them fill out this seven page document and put these hurdles in front of them because they won't jump over them. So again, just reiterating that when you are creating your offer for your business, make it very simple and easy to understand and make sure that you are clearly communicating that you understand the problem they have and the solution that your offer brings to the table for them. And the last P in this successful marketing strategy, the four P's to a successful marketing strategy is, oh, you're going to hate me for this one. You're going to hate me, but it's patience. It is having patience in your business. I know you do not like that one, but hear me out here and stay with me. Patience, determination, endurance, it's no joke. Like you need those things as an entrepreneur. Nobody wakes up one day and says, I want to be the world's greatest basketball player. I want to be super successful basketball player. I'm going to be that in a month. No, like it just doesn't happen that way. You have to go to practices. You have to hire different coaches. You have to go through different programs, like, right? So it's the same in business. It's going to take time. We are entrepreneurs, meaning we are wearing many different hats and learning to do a lot of this on our own. And it's all completely on our shoulders. So we have to have that patience with ourselves and with this learning curve that a lot of us are going through through as we are creating our business. Because most of us don't have a huge cash inflection that we can hire on a whole specialty team that will help us master these skills, right? A lot of you are one woman shows that are trying to do it all. And I bet most of you have kids, meaning you're doing a lot of this with kids in the background maybe, or running around, picking up your kids, also trying to deal with the pandemic, right? You have a lot going on. So you need to give yourself grace and patience and remind yourself to not give up because the only way 
that I can guarantee you will fail in your business is if you give up. And most people give up because they get burnt out because they are trying to win a marathon running at a sprint speed, right? You have to be patient. It doesn't work like that. Give your business time. If you have a lot on your plate and trying to build this business from the ground up all by yourself while you're juggling all these balls and trying to hold all these plates in the air at the same time, know that all you need to do every single day is sit down and write out one to two to three things, depending on your time schedule, that you can get done in your business every single day. Not your client's business, one to two to three things that you can get done every single day in your business, money-making activities, continuously talking every day about how people can work with you, the problem your business solves, how it solves it, who you help, right? Putting out that content consistently. I have a little um, cute little piece of paper thing that I made on my desk and it says create content and be patient. And I know you've heard me say that a million times because it's something that I constantly remind myself and I constantly remind my clients, create content and be patient. All right, that's all for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you shared it on your Instagram. Make sure to tag me and share it with a friend if you feel it within yourself. And also make sure you are following me on Instagram at Kayla.Ruan, and I will check you in the next episode.